What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Petty Herbalist Podcast. <laughs> it's your girl, Rita. Just sit in here enjoying my time with my wife. Um, I'm sitting here at the dinner table at my mom's house for the last time in a while, hopefully. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, on the territories of the Kawia and Lucenia people, also known as Marino Valley, California. <laughs> and you? Yes. I'm just, I'm just vibing. Listen, this is your girl, Asia. Um, I'm here, uh, in Jasper's domain, AKA the living room, um, <laughs> I am on the Cheyenne Ute and Arapaho territory. So shout out to those uh to those beautiful people. And um yeah, I'm I'm also very happy to be here. I'm just I just took some Hawthorne, so I'm just I'm just bubbling right now. It's great. <laughs> and speaking of taking Hawthorne, what is what else is in your medicine bag today? <laughs> well, what is in my medicine bag? Um, accountability is in my medicine bag. Oh, come on. Okay. I, <laughs> y'all, <laughs> this morning, me and Karina were talking about um, my apprenticeship experience, uh, where one of the lessons uh, from our, my good our white grandma, Susan, um, one of the lessons was that like, to have more power, you take more responsibility. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have been negotiating almost every single one of my relationships, not with Karina, because we're set, but, (laughs) you know, just going back and and taking responsibility and, and being accountable for the harm that I cause or the way that I listen or the impact of my words and on my presence on people's being. And Karina and I talked last night because I had a particularly difficult conversation. So, you know, I had to call my sweet sis. Mm. Um, And, you know, the conversation hurt. Like it's, God, the way and the, the, the strength that it takes to stay with the trouble like the parts in our relationships where we are in it with someone and we're shaking and we're responding and our body is doing what it's doing and to be able to be in that discomfort and still choose not to get defensive choose to be with that person as they are, choose to listen to what they're saying and acknowledge the validity of it, right? Ooh, it took so much out of me to have my body panicked and and shaking and uncomfortable and hot and warm and to Mm -hmm. still choose to be accountable. and I was tired afterwards. I used soul energy, but I imagine that like I'm deepening the well every time I tap it out, right? Mm-hmm. Like 
it it costs something to to be that powerful and to really not just be powerful in the way y'all other people define power but power as in like holding more and more and more like I'm powerful like the ocean and its vastness like I'm powerful like a bowl that's able to hold water steady or hold warm soup or whatever content is in that bowl like I can hold it and that's power for me Mm -hmm. right is being able to hold more and more so yeah accountability is in my medicine bag and um it's a it just it just I feel like a really grown woman and also what's in my medicine bag is um my jun I've been brewing mm. Jun for almost 10 years uh yes Karina was there when I first started my fermentation company and I was brewing yeah. Jun in my kitchen and there was honey all over the ceiling and fruit flies and all kind of raggedy shit you know she helped me move into my first commercial kitchen do you remember that I do the CK the CK <laughs> that's right and Almost 10 years later, um, I am still brewing Jen on a weekly basis and I'm, or on a monthly basis and I don't sell it anymore, but I've just been making it better and better. And so this Jen has royal jelly, which is the food that's fed to the queen bee. And she lives about eight times longer than the other bees because she's eating this royal jelly. So I took the royal jelly and then I took the bee pollen, which if you think about it, it's the concentrated energy of thousands of plants, Mm -hmm. right? This is condensed flower nectar processed Mm -hmm. through a bee. So so I got the bee pollen, which is going to be my kidney yang. Mm -hmm. And I got the propolis, which is my yin. And I brewed it with the local Colorado honey and the green tea. And this drink is like, wow. Wow. So I just <laughs> pat myself on the back for being a bad bitch. Um, yes. And so, yeah, that's that's my medicine bag this week. Karina, what's in your medicine bag? Well, first of all, yes, I would like to also say that you're a bad bitch. And that <laughs> I appreciate you living in your bad bitchness and thriving also. Mm. And thinking about accountability, as you were talking, I think that for me, accountability is so important in relationships because it means that you respect me and you trust me enough to not put on the defense with me, you know? Um, cause I think that sometimes when your friends make a mistake or something like they don't want to, you know, come up to you and confront you about the things, whether they hurt you or you hurt them because they want to maintain this air of like, everything's fine. But when someone trusts you enough to like, let their guard down and be completely honest with you, your relationship transforms. So you're not just okay you're not just good but you're like growing together and these are the friendships that I'm interested in so when I think of my bad bitch circle my best friends like we have that sort of level of friendship and so 
Yeah, when you said that, that's what I was thinking about. And that's why when you say like, we don't have to have these conversations because when we have the conversations, we have the conversations and yeah. we grow together. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that, babe. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, now in my medicine bag, um, I too took Hawthorne this morning because I'm menstruating. Shout out to me. Yay. Um, so yeah, I got my Hawthorne that's been just helping my heart um be soft because you know it when you're just like when you're in a lot of pain um period pain you tend to like tense up mm. and so like I feel like when I take Hawthorne during my period it allows me to drop my shoulders like open my heart back up mm. and I can breathe better yes and so yeah I love Hawthorne for that um taking my mother wart of course um it's really effective with cramping for me and also y'all are all sick and I'm tired <laughs> my mom was like my throat is itchy and I was like I can't with y'all I ran to <laughs> my medicine bag and grabbed my echinacea and I grabbed my elder and my elder was running out and I was like I know I have more elder and so for some reason, I had this random bottle of elderberry that's been sitting there since last year. And I was like, I forgot about this. So I stay ready. So I hope y'all <laughs> are staying ready so you ain't got to get ready because cold right. season is here. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, all y'all know about elderberry. But if you don't, elderberry is a powerful antiviral and she tastes really good. Yes, so. she does. If you add it to your drinks or whatever, or you make elderberry Kool-Aid as Asia be doing. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, support your immune system. Don't it doesn't need to be strengthened all the time, but it can just be supported. So yeah. that's what elder does. And Echinacea. Um, y'all know like those bacterial infections are out there since y'all be using all those Purells all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all might need that extra support of Echinacea. So stay ready so you gotta get ready. Also, I um I have rosemary and so I made a rosemary smudge after my mom was talking about her throat was itching. I said, not in my home. <laughs> so, you know, we out here. Wow. We are fully out here in the medicine bag. Um, so yeah, I think that's what I have going on in my medicine bag today, babe. Wow. Shout out to you and your full spectrum of tending. Like, I just want to double shout out your use of rosemary as mm. rosemary is so prolific in California. And yeah. so, like, you literally smudge the air. And, and most people don't recognize that, like, rosemary and sage and the artemisias which i love um which are prolific here in colorado like they actually do eliminate uh pathogens from the air right yes. so you smoke that shit out so i just want to sure <laughs> i just want to shout you out for the multiple ways that you use your medicine and thank you yeah like the dual action of the antibacterial because people don't get that like uh an antibacterial can also um impact viruses like people's mm -hmm. like oh bacteria viruses no no this is a coordinated system and so yeah. like 
the virus will cause pathogenic bacteria to increase in specific mm -hmm. kind of ways, right? Which is why like when you have a cold or a flu, you get all that, that's that mucus, that stuff in your chest. Mm -hmm. um, that is, that, those are often pathogenic um, bacterial microbes, mm -hmm. right? It's not just viruses that we have to work against. It's also that they, the viruses call a whole um, procession of beings and processes. So I just wanted to shout you out for just the mm -hmm. diversity of your medicine bag, but the simplicity of it as well, mm -hmm. you know? So thank you. Shout out to you, Bay. <laughs> um, also, I realized that I expect that people know what I'm talking about when I'm like, oh yeah, obviously I use Hawthorne and I'm like, I should explain. So I'm learning a lot from you, Asia, to explain more <laughs> why I use things that I just expect people to know. Yeah, the purpose of this podcast is to make this sort of medicine accessible to everybody. So, mm. yeah, I don't want you to have to always run to the Google <laughs> anytime we mention something, but yeah. that you have like at least a baseline for knowing like, of course, like I want anybody to listen to this podcast to just know. Yeah, of course, I'm going to use elderberry because I don't want to get sick because by um. Or I don't want to get a cold because cold is a viral infection. Like, yeah. I just want people to have that baseline. I don't care if you don't know anything else about elderberry. Like, I want you to know that. So yeah. thank you, babe, for teaching me how to teach. Yeah. And <laughs> shout out to our podcast, you know, like shout one out. of the reasons why we, you know, use cons the herbs that we use consistently and we don't talk about the 20 million different herbs that we could talk about. We talk about the simple, safest, and most effective of the herbs that we know. And we talk about the same ones over and over again so that they become your kin. They become your siblings. They become your family. Yeah. Right? And, and that's why, you know, we don't be flexing trying to name 20,000 different plants. It's like, nah, that's why we keep it simple. So, mm -hmm. so shout out, like, I really, I love, I love how we have structured this podcast and I'm becoming more and more grateful um, that we get to do this every week. Um, and yeah. so for this week, what are we doing this week, Bay? Well, it's become tradition for this podcast that every time that we end a series, we have a bougie on tea time <laughs> so that we can, you know, sit back, reflect, um, you know, add more things if we have anything on our spirit, just kind of talk through the series and what it brought out in us, if we have any mistakes to correct, <laughs> you know, all the things. So yeah, we just want to sit down as your aunties and let's chat. Yes, chat it up. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about um, bats, like what was the the spectrum of those conversations? I think we started off with um our exploration of uh, essential oils. Yeah, <laughs> which <laughs> you know that one gets the girlies going. <laughs> you know, and I think I mentioned it already, but or on social media, but I'll mention it on the podcast. Uh, our essential oils part one was our most is our most less listened to episode. Um, and that's crazy because that one beat out like our first episode, which was our most listened to. Y'all so. drink too much water. 
<laughs> Listen, yeah, I think he's had the best title ever. Right. Uh, but I mean, those are two things, essential oil and drinking a lot of water. I think anytime we buck against the the norms that we think are healthy, people are really interested in. So yeah, that was that was a good exploration. Also, that was a really good title too. Yeah, thanks, um, Karina. <laughs> I did a wandering ghost. Yes, in case you don't know, Karina does it. So shout out to her. <laughs> Literally, whatever title is like on my spirit at the time, like that's gonna be the title. So and it usually comes from yeah, you know, listening to it, editing it and you know, if something comes up. And so Asia was um, talking about um, alchemy and how uh, you were talking about the difference between the soul, the spirit, and what was it? Damn. The body. Got to correct me. Yes. Yeah. The soul, the spirit, and the flesh or the soul. Yes. yes. Yeah. And um, yeah, that the... Um, the essential oils, the volatile oils, the concentrated volatile oils, they're just, they, they don't have anything to contain them. So they're wandering ghosts. Yeah. And so I was like, what yeah. a great title. It was spooky season, like it was October. So <laughs> yeah, but I think that just the way that you explain that Asia was really fascinating to people. Mm. I think they, it gave them, um, an analogy of like how to see these different parts of the plants because yeah. you don't get to see them visually so just like having that yeah um or making that conceptually um make sense for us uh, yeah i think that that worked good good yeah like uh alchemy goes deep and animal alchemy was banned um mm. because of you know these principles and um what's beautiful about the way that we practice herbalism right some one of my friends were like I want to do flower essences and I'm like uh. <laughs> when you make the tinctures the way that we make it or the fats or the oils the salves the way that we do it the essence is already there so yeah. instead of the alchemical worldview of separating everything apart and then putting it back together again we extract it whole mm. we use it whole and it makes us whole so it's a different Ooh. um world view that we come from which is why we we rarely will dry our herbs right like because we have the essence the ashe in mm. it and we don't have to be super complex alchemy studying alchemy was so um disempowering because the white alchemists, remember alchemy comes from Egypt. Uh, it was mm -hmm. brought to Europe by um, the Arabs when they, not the Arabs, but the Moors, when they colonized the Iberian Peninsula for over 800 years, the Moors colonized Spain. It's fascinating um, because what they brought into Europe was the knowledge of alchemy. What they brought was health and sanitation. What they brought was algebra. What they mm -hmm. brought was like the you know, the revolution in um, the enlightenment period was a byproduct of these Africans entering Europe. Mm -hmm. um, but they also brought alchemy and the way the Europeans interpreted alchemy was to create it as a secret. 
so that everyday people didn't get to know the knowledge of plants and plant medicine. And so they made it obtuse and obscure and they use all these symbols and it was just so exclusive and you had to solve all these riddles. And I, I, I did not like studying alchemy, um, but what I love about a people's medicine is that we focus on simple, safe, and effective so that it's not disempowering so that right. you easily get it. Like you easily get that essential oils are the soul of the plant and that you don't right. want to have a soul that's not grounded in a body and guided by a spirit. Right. Right. Yeah. And then that brings us into our next episode. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. <laughs> just crack it up. <laughs> because I, when I come up with these titles, I'm sitting there laughing also. But yeah. And I think that doubling down on like this soul that's not grounded in a body is not safe. And there are all these raggedy ass practices that these um, organizations are taking on um and yeah they're um willfully deceiving the masses right and creating these multi-marketing multi-level marketing companies around it they're making so much money off of something that's unsafe for you and that you think is healthy because all you know is that it's associated with plants and you're not getting the full details so i think that episode was a lot and I know it made some of y'all mad and, you know, I'm I'm glad that you could really sit with that because that too was another episode that was popular also in as well. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to shout out like um, just the, I want to shout out Nuri. Um, and yes. after we talked about sort of in our end of our spice series, we couldn't do that um, vanilla episode. And then Karina and I were able to take Nuri's class and get the full story yeah. that like spices were related to the perfume industry and just like mm. following that flow of sense and volatility. And then we like grounded all of this into the body. And we had that beautiful episode about like human fat, like our fat. Mm -hmm. And I got so many folks on IG who were like, oh my God, this, I was crying. Like, this is my story. Like folks were really vibing with our own stories of fat. Mm -hmm. um, and that was, that was good to see um, because sometimes like we forget that it's brave mm -hmm. because it's just our way of being to tell the truth about ourselves. Yeah, you know, but you know, it it filled up the cups of um the people who love us and the people who are loving themselves more and more every day. So, um, yeah, that was a really great episode. That was it was so important for the sacred fats episode too because I think it's easy to hate fat because we hate ourselves, um. And so it's hard to understand how it, fat is medicine because we spend so much of our lives trying to disappear our flesh, disappear right. our fat. Yes. So, yeah, we thought that that episode was super important. Mm -hmm. And then that led us into our uh, medicine making part one, where we're explaining why fat, why we use fat as medicine. Mm. Um and fat extraction and 
all the things. So yeah, fat as the container for volatile oils. Yes. Um, I know on IG, uh, Karina was sharing her petty chai and we talked about. <laughs> I did. Also, yeah, <laughs> that episode or that uh, that post or that reel is like viral. <laughs> like literally, you don't even need to check Petty Herbalist because it already is getting a bunch of likes all the time. And shout out to if y'all found this podcast through that um post because right now it's at 15.5k views wow <laughs> like almost 3,000 likes <laughs> yeah so shout out to y'all for that I mean literally I was just like you know I need to post something and I am still calculated about how I'm gonna present petty chai <laughs> because it means the world to me. <laughs> so y'all just got a glimpse <laughs> yes and but also asia people were hating on you for how you say milk they're like milk i hate when people say milk really people are saying something yeah, that's so cute milk oh yeah. i don't i don't fucking care i'm from colorado bitches <laughs> like <laughs> don't hate on my perfect accent and also like i don't know i love the way i talk so but anyways Dude. I just like, you know, Karina, you put so much heart and so much love into curating like the social media and I've been with you while you do it and it takes hours. Like you put so much soul. So I'm just happy to see that like your work is um, taking off and um, that just that. And I love that people are hating on me. Like, wow. When you got haters, it's like, wow, we're out here really doing things. (laughs) Yes. And I'm like, come for me because I want to be accountable. Yeah. There's no communication that I can't receive. Right. Mm. There's, there's, there's nothing that's going to break me that you could ever say like, what I'm fat. (laughs) You don't like (laughs) my nose is stuffed up. Like, what are you, you know, I said a word wrong. You want to come for me? Come for me. Maybe there's a better scientific example and show me that and I'll name it and I'll learn from mm. it because I'm not stoppable. Right. Yeah. Like, so please, like, I love, Ooh. I love it. Let me demonstrate how accountable I can be. Right. Yeah. Like, so shout out to that. Um, wow. And so, yeah, we got Petty Chai. We're learning the mysteries of our ancestors and why they cooked the way they cooked. I want to mention um, that I really, like, the time I spent in India was so profound. And the time I spend with Indian people in Colorado and in New York, and, like, the way that they have influenced my knowledge of food and culture is just, like, I constantly have to, like, bow to the knowledge because the way that I cook is the way that I learned how to cook from Indian people and so like when I am heavily spicing a dish like I melt the fat I put the seeds in the fat and I let that cook so that the fat can capture the aroma and then I add the other ingredients like the onions right and then I add the garlic and then I add like you know the meat and then I add like the broth or whatever however it is like I just always want to be uh loving on our Indian siblings who Mm -hmm. whose cultural maintenance is the liberation of all people from all cultures 
you know, mm. so all those kids who, you know, were talked bad about because of the way their food, their lunch smelled mm. or the way their house smelled and all those like brown kids who, you know, had to show up with their cultural food in front of this crap, like American food and felt bad about it. I just want to show you all some love and to thank you for like your sacrifice and to take thank you for what it took to yeah. show up with your culture. Um uh because it's it's benefited me, a black woman, you know. Yeah. Uh oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, there's there's it's so beautiful. much love here. So much love and <sighs> Wow, my whole world is coming together. So maybe I just feel like everything like works out. Yeah. Because I think in taking Brandon's course, um, Brandon Ruiz. Brand, yeah. Shout out to Brandon Ruiz from Yucayaque Farms, taking his Caribbean herbalism course right now, <laughs> and um, yeah, just learning about um the influence of. Um, Indian cuisine um, in Caribbean cuisine ah, yes, is powerful. It's beautiful learning the origins and whatnot. It makes sense that I needed to come up with petty chai because like Indian influence, African influence, indigenous Mesoamerican influence, like it just comes together in my chai so perfectly. <laughs> and oh, yeah, I feel like <laughs> I really do need to like come with a story because my chai is powerful and it includes spices and other things that are important to my story. So, um, yeah, petty chai isn't just like another chai out here. Like it's special to me. Like I crafted this like based on my culture, my ancestors. So, yeah, I just it's so uh, when y'all get it, y'all go get the medicine. Y'all go be happy. And yeah. I so. I love being your patron because you, <laughs> you randomly send shit. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> and I'm just like, the world has to stop. And it's random. So it, it's like Pavla's dog or something. It was like, so, <laughs> because you don't know when to expect it. It's you like, don't. it's always great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's why you gotta stay ready i i be staying ready i can't wait to have some some petty chai um so yeah so yes spices indian people teaching us things chai the emergence of different cultures learning from each other appreciating each other while we're alive while we're right here not just the ancestors you know, but the people who are living and walking and breathing and holding the ancestors in their bodies, right? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we moved into fats. So we continued our medicine making, you know, mm-hmm. and um, we talked about our fresh plant in uh, oil infusions as like, you don't need an essential oil because it's already mm-hmm. diluted. Like it's, it's like- yeah it's already perfect. Like you don't have to extract anything and you have the soul of the plant and the relationship to the plant. And so we, we talked about that and I really flourished in that episode because, um, you know, some herbalists, like they make 20,000 things, (laughs) (laughs) but as you know Mm -hmm. about us, like 
I make the same medicine every single year. And Mm. so I go to the same spots every year, check in on the plants so I can be accountable, right? Because if I over harvest Mm. one year, then there's not going to be plants at my spots the next year, right? So I have to go and tend to the plants that tend to me. And so I'm making Mm. my lemon balm. I'm making my hypericum every year. I'm making my plantain. I'm making my comfrey. I'm making these things every year because they're family now, you know? So I love that episode because I, um, because I got to talk about my friends. Like I got to, you know, like these are my friends now. Like this is, it's like, how do you take care of your skin? I'm like hypericum oil, bitches. Like, yeah, of course, you know, and it's like, it's always hypericum oil. So when you look at my skin, you get to see like what hypericum oil plus olive oil plus Colorado plus African descent looks like, Mm. right? Like, yeah. And so these long-standing relationships with plants. So when I tell you when you have a herpes outbreak of any kind, right, what to use, then you're mm. going to fucking listen to your your, your bougie auntie because your bougie auntie yeah. fucking knows the things, Yep. you know? So that was, that was good for me. Yeah. And then we moved into making infused oils with dried plants as well. And that also includes spices and whatnot. And I was trying to tell y'all, y'all needed to make Doc Willie's clove oil because y'all already have the recipe. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, talking about utilizing that crock pot to yeah. make these oils also in as well. So yeah, I really enjoyed those two episodes because we really gave y'all tips and tricks. Uh-huh. And so if y'all haven't listened to those episodes, please holler at them. Word. And then we ended the series with um our favorite oils to make or our favorite things to make with infused oils. And <laughs> I called that episode There's a Bomb in Gilead. <laughs> because first of all, I like that song. You know, I love a good gospel song, gospel choir song, okay, period. (laughs) And also, we were talking about balms and butters and ointments and salves. Yeah, and Um, animal fats. That was... Animal fats, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I... Y'all, the way I love animals, Karina was like, how do you stay warm? And I was like, animal? Like, why are you asking me? Like, (laughs) it's not feathers or furs or pelts or skin. (laughs) Like, I am bones, bugs, and botany bitches. Period. I love the animals. And like the, you know, for me, I spent years to like learning how to be bioregional. And so it was Mm. like, how can I gather everything from the place that I am to make medicine and for fat? Like when you live in a temperate region, like Colorado, like your source of fat is not a seed. It's not a Mm. fruit. It's an animal. Mm. And for us to exclude animal fats from our medicine making, it ignores the indigenous people around the world for whom animal fat was their primary form of making medicine. Mm -hmm. and there's so much to it because if you're using animal fat then all of a sudden you have to give a damn about the animals that you're getting the fat from 
So Period. you know, I get my tallow from the grass-fed bison and the grass-fed beef that I eat in my kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, you have to care for the whole upstream, downstream, you gotta, you gotta give a damn, right? So yeah. yeah, I love, I love working with animals because it makes me accountable to how the animals are being treated in my community. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like I, I struggled a little bit on the dry plant infusions part. I was like, yeah. I was talking bad about calendula. I'm sorry. You were. And I was like, I love calendula. My calendula oils everything to me. But because you were so passionate about marigold, like we got to know like that medicine even more so. Yeah. Most people don't use the marigold oil. They don't know about it. They love the calendula. And I'll I'll be honest, like calendula is the infused oil that I have consistently failed. Mm. Right? Like, especially learning about how the shape of plants impact their biological activity. Remember that language? Mm. Because the shape of calendula and all those different petals, there's all these opportunities for water. What is that? Like, I wish I could show y'all, but I'm like making like a a cupping kind of. (laughs) Karina's awesome nails this week. I love them. (laughs) Not, yes, they look great. Anyways, um, (laughs) yeah, so like calendula, I cut my teeth on calendula a lot and I'm just like, it doesn't like me. It doesn't work. Like, and so Mm. I just stopped messing with that plant because I just couldn't get it to work. And so I just want to be honest that like, I, I failed, like I, I fail making calendula medicine often. Mm. Um, And I just want to honor that failure and honor, you know, I'm kind of edgy with my desire for fresh plants. And so mm-hmm. like my, the depth of my knowledge with dry plants isn't as deep as the depth of my knowledge with fresh plants, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't, I don't want to use any dried rose flowers. I want, I, I grow roses so that I can pick the petals and right. make rose medicine fresh. And so mm-hmm. like, I just wanted to let y'all know that like, um, this is an area that like, I want y'all to explore it. Like there's not a wrong way to do it. And this mm-hmm. is an area for which like the, the world is your, your opal, you know, yeah. the world is like, just try it out. Like the way that I mastered my marigold and well, mistress, I missed. That's right. Period. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, but it was, I made uh different, um, different jars small jars of the marigold some of the jars I explode I exposed to sunlight right mm-hmm. some of the jars I kept in the dark some of the jar like and so I did all of the different ways because marigolds are so abundant like <laughs> many of your uh latinx neighbors will probably be growing marigold you know because they use it to speak to their ancestors and so it's very mm-hmm. abundant here in Colorado so I was able to have a lot of it and it was from those marigold experiments that I um, understood the plant pattern of working with carotenoids, mm-hmm. and that carotenoids have an affinity for the sun, mm-hmm. right? So I learned when to make the oil infusion in the light and when to make it in the dark and drying, um, drying calendula <laughs> actually increases the, um, 
the vitamin A or the, the pre-vitamin A, the carotenoid content and activity. Mm -hmm. So like, I want to bow to y'all who use dry plants. There are some instances in where drying the plant activates um, its potential. And I think that mar um, calendula is one of those examples. The mm. reason why my marigold didn't spoil is because marigold is high in volatile oils, mm -hmm. which are antibacterial. You see, yep. calendula is nourishing. It doesn't smell like anything. And mm -hmm. so it doesn't have the protection of those volatile oils. And so it can go off, right? If there's too, with my uh, marigold, it fermented. And as it fermented, it smelled even better. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. So yeah, I just wanted to like really reveal and really share that like, you know, because of my centering of fresh plants, like uh, the dry plant work is not my favorite, but it's something I'm growing in. Oh, well, thank you for telling the truth about yourself and the way that you communicated about certain things. Sorry, y'all. Taking accountability. Like, we love that. Yes. And it's going to allow people to trust us even more. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And so, yeah, thank y'all for um, rocking with the Sacred Fats series. Um, we really appreciate that. We're going to start some new next we ain't going to tell you what that is. So you're going to have to find out next week. That's right. <laughs> but for now, we will just leave y'all with some bougie auntie word of advice. Um, anything you have on your spirit, Asia, for the folks? Yeah. Um, it's just like multiple songs like the world hurts. Uh, like hiatus coyotes, water songs like sinking out under the water. <laughs> it was just like all the water is like coming um you know y'all for months your your sweet auntie has been heartbroken um and Karina has really held my hand and listened to me and be like agreed like yeah you know like just being such a stand and just reminding me that like it's gonna take a while and that like I can't expect it to be healed overnight. And, um, you know, I went to our sweet Dr. Kev and I'm like, <laughs> Shut up. Ah! It, I finally came to the point where it's like, I, 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 I want out, like, I want out of this. I don't want to be in it anymore. Like I, I want to be done. I want to be complete. Mm -hmm. Um, and I couldn't depend on the person to give me any completion. Right. And Kev recommended a spiritual bath. And so I went out and I, um, I gathered fresh because <laughs> it's winter, right? So there's snow. So it was something for me to like go out and get what was still alive, what was still fresh. And I mm. fermented it, of course, because that's course. what I, that's me. Fermentation. That's Hello. right. So I fermented those beautiful plants and I put them in the sun and I, but I bathed, um, with a different set for seven days, um, and the transformation that I got was like, wow. I said, I don't know shit about plants. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, because obviously there's so much more, right? There's so much more to learn about what these allies do. So here's my bougie auntie word of advice. Um, you know, I 
like I want us to get in touch with how good it feels to be clueless. Mm. I Mm. walk through the world, like feeling like super confident, like I know this, Mm. you know, like I know, I know, I know. Um, But when I know, it limits the spectrum of my being open to Mm. the things that I don't know that I don't know. Right. Right. So I just want us to like sense into like sitting in the unknown as really being in the lap of our great mother. Right. Mm. Like when we were little, like we didn't know, we didn't know, but life was good. (laughs) Like life was good. And like, how can I be with my plant allies to recognize like their fullness like, I don't know Karina. Hmm. Karina's always changing. And right. so I'm not in the world like I know Karina. I'm in the world like I can't wait to hear what's next. <laughs> like, I can't wait to hear what you're discovering. Like, I can't wait to hear what's changing in your world. Because I know that, like, once I know you, then I make you solid. And then I close off my learning. Um, and I think that there are ways in which I've closed off my learning to my plant allies. And so just mm. my bougie auntie word of advice is like, in order to be in the best, in order to be in right relationship with our plant ancestors, I think my word of advice to you is to pretend like you don't know anything mm. until you get that you don't know anything. Right. Right. And just be with the fact that you don't know. You don't know your lover. You don't know your teacher. You don't know that bitch you don't like either. Ooh, that's a word. We don't know them. Mm. And we cannot know them. And what is it like to, um, you know, be in relationship from a world of not knowing? So as I prepare to, you know, have a have a talk with our our sweet doctor. The good doctor, like, <laughs> I'm screaming. I'm going to show up in that space empty. I'm mm. going to show up in that space, like, not knowing, not knowing why he's upset, not knowing, just like, I'm just not know. And in that place of not knowing, like, I'm so excited to watch the flourishing happen of what's possible. Um, mm. So that's my word of advice for y'all uh, this week. Uh, Karina, what about yourself? Well, that was a word. <laughs> wow, I'm still sitting with so many of the things that you said. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about the curiosity that little kids have because they don't know. Like, they're just so excited to just <laughs> discover the things, you know? Yeah. Um, and to just enjoy like there's so much pleasure when you don't know because mm. everything is new everything you're just excited to have to just rub against whatever it is <laughs> um <laughs> literally figure it's kids are weird it's that's exactly they're what weird. they do <laughs> yeah they literally rub against everything and so I'm just wondering what that would be like <laughs> as an adult to just like be excited to like rub against something um so yeah thinking about the end you know 
bringing that sort of curiosity and see your friendships also to your relationships of all sorts um yeah had a really good conversation um this past weekend in which yeah I let go of the I already know and moved into curiosity Asian space um and I was fully able to be myself you know I was able to laugh and smile and realize the similarities that I have with this person versus like you're so different you're so wrong kind of thing you mm. don't show up you all this stuff like I let that go mm. and was able to have a very nice conversation fun conversation so it was nice um so yeah thank you for that Asia thank you for that word um Ooh, when I think of a bougie auntie word of advice, um, I think of the advice that uh, I don't know if it was advice, but it was Asia just reminding me of who I am. Um, we were talking about how Asia's trying to like <laughs> not be in academic school for a while and just, you know, sit into what she already knows and be the teacher this time. And, you know, thinking about that, I was. I responded and, you know, my desire to be in academic environment right now, but knowing that, like, I don't learn the best in school, but Asia reminding me that, like, I learn best in collective, like I have an indigenous way of learning. And so these systems don't work for me, like y'all's white supremacists. <laughs> learning environments don't work for me you know y'all colonized learning don't work for me um and that like I'm not failing it's just that like the way that I learn is different and so just reminding myself or just um remembering that that's the way that I learn um was empowering for me so I would say I don't know that it's a bougie auntie word. Well, maybe a bougie auntie word of advice is to bring your things to your friends because they remind you of who you are. Mm. Um, and I be needing those reminders all the time when things get hard or I just forget. You forget about your or you forget about the things that set you apart sometimes because mm. you live in your body all day long. Like you forget those things. But your friends who love you, they will remind you of why they love you. Mm. And so... Yeah, I really appreciated that, Bay. So thank you. Yes, thank you. And thank you for the way that your nails match your necklace and the purple sweater. It's just, I'm just so enchanted. <laughs> Almost distracted. But that idea of like bringing it to your friends, like bring it to your friends. Like they remember yeah. you. Like that's why we have friends because they remember us into being. They hold our stories like they hold the best parts of ourselves and they call us out when we're raggedy yeah. because yep. they know the best parts of us. So just the, you know, just that, like, I loved, I loved that part and I loved all the parts and I'm glad to be co-creating with you um, because as we co-create, like everything that we create, like is good. Like it feels good for you and it feels good for me. And so we end up making decolonized 
learning because that's what you need. Um, yeah. So with yeah. that, um, you know, we still aren't announcing our big announcement. <laughs> Unless y'all are on Patreon because then y'all already know. It's y'all are already preparing. Yeah. Y'all already signed up. Um, <laughs> but we're not announcing it yet. Um, not yet. Not yet. But just know that something big is coming. And just know that um, that we love y'all and that mm. we're going to bring you the best of what we have to offer um, and that we want you to prepare uh, your wallets. We want mm. you to get a friend or, you know, prepare who you want to, you know, <clears throat> be with. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're asking you to uh, prepare your spirit. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, we will launch our official campaign uh, December 15th. And um, so, yeah, we just wanted to, you know, update you. Things are moving and grooving and it's going to be. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so excited. So, yeah. And um, Karina, what else we got to say? You know, we're just so grateful for the patrons. For the people who use their money to support us, we really appreciate that. Um, y'all know it it takes a lot for us to do the work that we do. Um, if y'all, you know, want to support the podcast and the production, Petty Herb or Patreon.com slash Petty Herbalist. And to support what Asia be doing, like all the things that she be doing, um, Patreon.com slash Bones, Bugs, and Botany. And then if y'all don't have financial support, but y'all want to support us in other ways, other great ways, um, go on down to the social media <laughs> at Petty or Bliss and at Bones, Bugs and Botany and like the things, comment, share, all the things. But yeah, and if you can't do that, but you listen to this podcast, you listen to our life stories, you're attached to these conversations that we're having, <laughs> our growth and all that. We really support or we really appreciate that too. So thank y'all for doing that. Thank y'all for joining us every week. And we just want to remind y'all to always stay ready and be petty. <laughs> Bye. Bye.